0: Your music, he speaks your mind, and he's got you locked on.
1: Hey, guys, thank you so much again for tuning back into the Voice of Nations broadcast. I'm your host, Kerry B. What an awesome time it is to be in the presence of the Lord and break forth the bread of life with his word. I want to continue in our study lesson on the results of your faith. Now, I know you hear some thunder in the background. Looks like it's going to be a rainy night in Georgia. but well, We're going to continue with this word. The results of your faith. As I said before, in Hebrews 11:1, one, it says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen. Faith is a spiritual powerhouse. It brings you into the promises of God. And without that faith operating in your life, you cannot please God. God is a God of faith. Everything that he brought forth, everything he created, he did it by his faith. He did it by his word. Now, faith is another word for is assurance that I'm absolutely certain that what I am believing for, it is going to come to pass. And I think we have to get to the place where we can say within ourselves that my words will not return to me void. Your faith is so strong. You have to believe that when you send it out, it's coming back with a promise attached to it. Praise the Lord. We left off with uh, Hebrews, uh, the book of Hebrews. And I think we left off around Hebrews, uh, the sixth chapter. But I want to look at the fifth verse of Hebrews 11 and five once again. It says, by faith, Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death. Now, Enoch was the great grandfather of Noah. Noah was the one that uh, built the ark and saved uh, seven souls besides himself uh, because of the flood. Now, Enoch, the Bible says he was taken away. God took him because God didn't want him to die. He was the most righteous man of his generation. During the generation of Enoch, during the generation of Noah, there were some wicked people in the earth. They were so wicked that God had to destroy the whole entire earth. I've been doing a series about marine spirits. And uh, the book of Genesis, the sixth chapter, speaks about the sons of God, which um, are speaking about the angels of the Lord. They came into the daughters of men and they had relationship with them and created a giant race of people called Nephilim. And uh, because of them, they brought so much evil and murder and so much pain to mankind that God had to destroy the whole entire earth. But Enoch, the Bible says that he was a righteous man and he was so righteous that God took him, that he did not see death and he was not found because God had taken him. And the reason why is he had a testimony and his testimony pleased God. You know, I would love for to hear God say that my good and my uh my good and faithful servant that you've done well sometimes you know we think that God is pleased with some things that we're doing and God may not be pleased sometimes we call ourselves a friend of God but did he call you a friend so i mean these are some of the things we have to think about that our life has to be so pleasing to the point where our testimony is still speaking are we talking about 6,000 years ago almost and the testimony is still speaking about his goodness. We as believers, we as sons and daughters of God, we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Our righteousness should leave a legacy in the earth to speak on behalf of us when we're gone. I think our lifestyle should be so pleasing to the Lord that our generations after us They will come up, our posterity, they will come up in that grace and that blessing and that righteousness and honor that we have. We have to leave a legacy of righteousness to our generations that are behind us. And I think we do that by living right. We do that by uh, obeying God because our children and our children's children, they see what we are doing. You know, you'd be surprised who's looking at you. A lot of times you think no one is looking at you and everybody's looking at you and looking at you to see what you're doing. You know, sometimes they have weddings, receptions, and you'll see um, the people of God. They get up and they dancing and they're drinking and doing all of that. And uh, I don't see anything really wrong with it. But me personally, I wouldn't do it. And the reason why it's because people are going to judge you. Well, you talk about you're a Christian and you say you this and you say that. I don't drink at all, period. But as far as the dancing part, I mean, they can do the line line dance better than most people in the world. I'm not saying anything necessarily wrong with it. But I'm saying that a lot of times the world will judge you according to what they see you doing. They're ready to point a finger. You're supposed to be this great woman of God. Look at you out there. So that's why I don't do it. Getting back to the lesson Enoch pleased God and God took him as I said before he's one of only two people that have never tasted death that's Enoch and that's also Elijah the prophet you remember the Elijah the prophet he went up in a whirlwind went up into heaven and he's still there uh, waiting on the next assignment from God 6 verse it says but without faith it is impossible to please God for he who comes to God must believe that He is God and that He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. I spoke about that yesterday, that uh, if you're coming to God, you must, you can't come with uh, doubt and unbelief. You get nothing from God like that. You have to come, first of all, believing that He is God. And because He is God and you believe in Him, that He would reward you when you diligently seek Him. When you're seeking God with all your heart All of your soul, your spirit and mind You're seeking God with all of your being That's when he really starts Pouring out his blessing upon you Um, The 7th verse says By faith because we're speaking About the results of your faith If you say you have Faith in something, one day Your faith is going to be tested in that thing And hopefully the faith That you believe you have will bring Some type of results If you've been walking in faith long enough you should have some results of your faith. There should be a manifestation of what you have been confessing and what you have been believing. By faith Noah, being divinely warned of things yet seen, he moved with godly fear. He prepared an ark for the saving of his household by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is according to faith. Noah had been warned by God that God was going to destroy the earth with a flood. God told him the measurements of this ark. He told him what to do. He told him the wood, told him everything that he needed. By faith, Noah had to believe that God knew what he was speaking about. By faith, he started to build. And it took a long time to build that ark. And he built it in the face of criticism from those that were around, that were inquisitive of what he was doing because most theologians don't think that there was ever a ship built prior to that time. Most of them think that it never rained before. The mist came up from the ground. So if Noah was saying that a flood was coming, they probably didn't know what a flood was, so they didn't believe. But he believed by faith what God said, and he obeyed God. It's one thing that you believe God, it's another thing that you obey Him because when you obey the Lord, that brings you into your blessing. Obedience is better than sacrifice. You know, when you disobey God, it's actually you're walking in disobedience and it's also like a type of witchcraft. That, that's what got Saul in trouble. Because of his disobedience. So we have to obey God. We have to hear God and obey. What has he told you to do in this hour? Have you done it? Has he told you to pray more, fast more? Has he told you to spend more time in his presence? To forgive those that have um, wrongly treated you? Have he told you to give to the poor? or Take something and bless someone with or sow into someone life? What has he told you? Because your next level of promotion is dependent on what you have done with what he told you in the past. Don't come looking for another word if you hadn't done what he said in the beginning or in the past. So Noah, he was a man of faith. He saved his whole household with godly fear. Because he obeyed God, that generation was condemned. And he became an heir of righteousness, which is according to faith. Noah was a man of faith. Enoch was a man of faith. These are generals of faith. And they should be our example. Eight verse, by faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to the place which he would receive as an inheritance. Abraham was staying with his father. In his father's house, his father was an idolater. He practiced idol worship. Abraham was called by God when he was in a place that had been cursed. Because idol worship brings curses on your family. God saw something in him. God called him out. He said, I want you to come and I'm going to take you to a land and I'm going to bless you. And I'm going to make your generations blessed. And Abraham believed God. He believed that God was able to do exactly what he said. When was the last time we just took God for face value? And Lord, I I hear you. And I believe you. If you said it, if you're able to create the, the worlds, the planets, the solar system, if you can create all of this, whatever you tell me, There's nothing impossible to you. So by faith he obeyed when he was called to go to a place he had never been to. You know, sometimes it's hard to pack up and leave and go to some place you never even heard of or you never even been to before. God packs you up and he tells you to go to Dubai thousands of miles away. Why? Just go. And when you get there, I'll tell you. It's hard sometimes to trust in that type of faith. But that's when you need to know the voice of God. When you're trained to hearing the voice of God, it's not that hard for you to do. But when you don't know the voice of God, because you'll always hear three voices. You hear your voice, the voice of God, and the voice of your adversary. You need to know which one is which because your voice, sometimes it sounds like the voice of the adversary. Sometimes it may sound like the voice of God. And you need to know To be able to distinguish that voice Say for instance You in church And uh, the minister is calling For the offering And the man or woman of God Is saying I want you to give The very best seed That you can give Into the ministry They're not telling you How much to give They're just saying I want you to give The very best seed And just say for instance You got a thousand dollars In your pocket And God says I want you to give Four hundred dollars $200, $500. You think that's God or you think that's uh, Satan? (coughs) Because Satan is never going to tell you to give anything big. He's going to tell you, you need to give $20. (laughs) Man, don't spend all your money on these people. They're just going to steal your money. Come on, man. You got bills. You got things that you want to do. You want to redecorate, you know, your room. You want to get the down payment on this and that. He's never going to tell you you're so big. You know, God says so five hundred dollars And he say, so $5. $5 is enough. We can't, go, we can't go past that. $25, man, that's a lot of money. What? They trying to live off of you. So you know that's not God. Because our God is always going to tell you something that's going to stretch your faith. Satan, your adversary, is always going to tell you something where it's not going to stretch your faith. Well, it's something that you can give without sweating. That's when you really know the voice of God. Praise the Lord. And then he says uh, in the eighth verse, And he went out, not knowing where he was going. By faith, he dwelt in the land of promise as in a foreign country, dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. He didn't know where he was going, but by faith, he started to move. And some of you, this is a word for some of you, some of you need to start moving. You don't have all of the details right now, but as you go, more information will be revealed unto you as long as you're staying where you are, as long as you're not moving, as long as you're not starting You're not going to have any more revelation. It's revealed as you go. Remember the story of the, uh, I think it was the 10 lepers. They wanted to be healed as they went. They were healed. As they went, they were healed. He said, go and show yourself to the priest as they went at the obedience of his word. That's when they were healed. Sometimes it's as you go or as you do. Or as you pray, or as you stay, or as you fast, whatever he tells you to do, as you do it, that's when the healing, that's when the miracle happens. That's when the elevation comes, as you obey God. So they didn't know where they were going. They were sleeping in tents. Uh, They were in a foreign land. Uh, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and these others, they were heirs according to his promise, the same promise he had. So they were walking in the natural blindly, but by the spirit, they knew that God was taking them somewhere. That's how we have to be. All of his promises are yes and amen. We cannot see everything. That's why we need faith. We are a generation of faith. This next move of God, the bigness that God wants to give you, it's going to require faith. When God says, I'm able to take you far above what you can imagine, you need faith for that. You're like, God, I, I really need um, some mode of transportation. You know, the ministry has started to grow, started to grow, and I need a car. And God said, no, I'm thinking about a jet. And you're like, what? He, no, you're going to need a jet because where I'm taking you, a car is not going to do because I'm talking about continents. And you can't drive that far. It's hard to believe God when you don't even have a car. By faith, when you believe, that's when God does it. Praise God. He went out not knowing where he was going. Ninth verse. By faith, he dwelt in the land of promise. In a foreign country intense with the heirs Isaac, Jacob for he waited for the city which has foundations whose builder and maker is God hmm he waited for that city which has foundations whose builder and maker is God by faith Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed and she bore a child when she was past the age but she judged God faithful who had promised we are talking about the patriarchs and the matriarchs of faith Hebrews 11 is a powerful faith chapter praise God Sarah the one that originally had laugh, when Abraham had met the, uh, um, the, the God and the two angels and um, the Lord has said, uh, the angel of the Lord, I believe it was, said about, tell your wife about this time next year, she's going to be with child and she laughed and he said, well, why did you laugh? She said, I didn't laugh. He said, yes, you did and um, it happened according to how it was spoken. Praise God. Now, she was at that time, she was about 90. And I think he was about 99 at that time. And the child was born. uh, Isaac was born when uh, he was 100. So he was around 99. And they were well in advance in age. And you're talking about a 90 year old woman having a child and carrying the child for nine months. I mean, that's something that's hard for a young woman to do. In many cases, but she received faith to carry that seed. And she believed in the promise that what God has said he was going to do. And she judged God faithful because he promised it. She judged him faithful because he promised it. Hey guys, that's all we have for today. I hope this was a blessing to you. Coming back real soon. Uh, with this next part of it. That'll be part three. And um, this is Voice Over Nations broadcast. Carrie B. Von Radio, Von Radio, Von Radio. Be blessed. Talk to you soon.
0: Just to you, Lord, turn His face toward me. This is this is this is May his presence go before you, and behind <singing> you, <tries> and beside <singing> you. Coming, and you're coming, and you going, and you're leaving, and rejoicing, He is for you, He's for you.
1: Hey, guys, once again, we're back with a very powerful teaching from the word of God. This is Voice of the Nations broadcast, and I'm your host, Kerry B. I'm honored once again to have you tune in on this hour as we continue our study in the results of your faith. Your faith should have results. If you're believing in or for something, there should be a manifestation that is attached to whatever your belief system has been over the course of time. Now, we do understand that there are times when we have to believe a long time for the actual manifestation to come into our lives. Sometimes we believe a long time before the promises of God uh, will manifest, but we still have to keep faith. Anytime we allow doubt to come in, doubt is a faith killer. It would destroy the seeds and the manifestations of your faith. Whatever you believe in God for, you cannot fluctuate between faith and doubt, faith and fear. You have to believe that if God said it, he's surely able to bring it to pass. Amen. Faith is assurance. It is a a point in your life where you get to the place where I have walked with God long enough. And every time there was a need in my life, God provided for me. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. If he did it in the past, he'll do it again. Our faith has to increase. It comes by hearing the word of God. The more you hear God's word, the more it builds faith in you. The more you hear testimonies from others, it builds faith in you. You can read the word of the Lord 24-7 and not receive faith. Because you have to hear what you have read. It has to become more than just words on a paper. It has to be more than just the Logos word. It has to be Rhema. It has to be a word that's right now that I just heard God say this. I heard God reveal this. I heard God say, I can have this that's when you start walking in the very power of faith faith surrounds you like a shield it's like favor it surrounds you like a shield your faith should be everywhere it should be over your head around your back your stomach your faith is so strong that it's bringing in systems together your faith is bringing in your blessings from the north, the south, the east, and the west. You know, when people need to uh, believe in the promise, you're such a man, a woman, a God of faith, they'll always come to get an encouraged word from encouraging word from you because they know that you're a person of faith. Your faith has to be strong in this hour because these are some trying times that we're in. They are. And the truth of the matter is this. For many in the world, it's going to get worse before it gets better. But I believe the people of God, we need to be in a position that no, no matter how bad it gets in the world, it's not going to happen to me. It's not my portion. I'm going to stay blessed and I will stay trusting in the Lord. We cannot depend I put our faith on the world's systems of finances. Even for those of you that have retirement funds, it can be wiped away just like that. During the Great Depression here in America, it was wiped away. Many retirement funds gone just like that. And it can happen. But when your faith is in the kingdom of heaven, when you're seeking God first and when you're trusting in him and you have treasures that are stored up in heaven, no matter if you have things that are taken away in this earth, heaven is going to bring it back to you. Because I think it was Jesus said that no man has left uh, Houses and lands and mothers and fathers and all of this That shall not receive a hundredfold in this lifetime with persecution By anything that you've left you shall gain for the gospel's sake Praise God We're dealing with um, the faith chapter Hebrews 11 chapter And um, I think we stopped at 11th verse, let's read that again. We're speaking about Sarah, Abraham's wife. By faith, Sarah herself also uh, received strength to conceive seed. Now, let me stop right there. She was old, her husband was old. Her husband was almost 10 years older than her, nine, ten years, somewhere from now. She was old. He was old. They didn't have strength in their bodies to conceive children. In their private parts, they did not have strength. But when she heard God speak, something happened in her reproductive womb. She received strength to conceive the seed that was coming to her. And the Bible said, and she bore a child when she was past the age, way past age. I think most medical professionals say that you should try to have your children before you get to the age of 40. That's the last I heard. You know, particularly in your early 30s or 20s or mid 30s. But when you get past 40, uh, most of them don't say it's a good idea. Now, she was about 90. Can you imagine 90 years old And having a child And let me bring it into 21st century 90 years old And you babysitting Breastfeeding 90 years old And you changing diapers You got to go to the school for the meetings (laughs) To see the teachers 90 years old You are trying to play baseball soccer kickball 90 years old you're running behind a child in the house boy look at here that you out but she received faith to conceive the seed that was coming to her she believed god and she judged him faithful 12 verse therefore from one man And him as good as dead, speaking about Abraham, were born as many as the stars of the sky in which is by the seashore. Now, listen to this. The word is speaking about Abraham. The word of God says this man was good as dead as far as his reproduction, reproductive parts, his private part. He was good as dead. It was nothing moving. He was good as dead. He didn't have any strength to conceive. But when he heard the word of God, something happened. And I think that this was during the time when God changed his name from Abram to Abraham and from Sarah to Sarah. Abraham, father of many nations. When he heard that, something happened in his body because he no longer saw himself as childless, as far as having a child from his wife. When her name was changed from Sarah to Sarah, something happened. She believed that I'm a mother of many nations. He believed that I'm a father of many nations. And we about to do this and have a child. And that's what happened. Praise God. And the word of the Lord says, that their descendants would be innumerable as the sand which is by the seashore. And many descendants would be born as the stars. That's how many descendants they will have because the results of their faith brought forth their child. If they did not believe that God was able To give them strength in their bodies. To have a child. The results of their faith. They would have been childless. But because they believe. Their faith. Created strength. In their loins. And they conceived a child. Brought forth a child. And they enjoyed each other. In their old age. (laughs) 90 years old. And 99 years old. Have a relationship, enjoying one another. Praise God. Praise God. I love to see an older couple together. I think it's so cute. Holding hands. smoochy smoochy. I think that is so cute. Praise God. I hope me and my wife are able to get to that stage one day. 29 years is going strong. Praise God. 13 verse says, um, these all died in faith. Not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off, were assured of them, embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. Now, what is this speaking about? You know, they were not in the promised land at that time. God said he was going to give them their own land. Their descendants would be numerous as the stars. They, They died not seeing that. But they still had faith for that. It was many generations later when the nation of Israel was born. It was many generations later before they came into the promised land, a land that flowed with milk and honey. But they received the word, but they didn't see the full manifestation of it. They didn't. See, they died in faith. The Bible says they died in faith, not having received the promise. But having seen them from afar off, were assured of them. They didn't physically see their descendants as numerous as the stars, but they saw something afar off. They saw it way over yonder. And it's not going to happen this year, but it's on the way. It's not going to happen in my lifetime, but in my children's, 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 children's lifetime time. That God is going to start bringing this stuff to pass. Praise the name of the Lord. They were pilgrims and strangers on the earth, but God has said that He was giving them their own land, and that's what they held on to. 14 verse. For those who say such things declare plainly that they seek a homeland. And truly, if they had called to mind that country from which they had come out, they would have had opportunity to, re- to return. But now they deserve they desire a better. That is a heavenly country. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. They were also told that they were going to a city that was not made by the hands of man. They didn't see it, but they believed it. How can you believe something that you can't see? Most people have never seen God. That's where the faith comes in. Faith is assurance that I'm going to see him again. I never will forget when my mother passed away and I loved her so much. She was my heart. We did everything together. And when she uh, passed away, she was in so much pain when I lost, left the hospital. And uh, it just broke my heart. When I came back, she had a smile on her face, biggest smile I think I have ever seen her have. <laughs> like, I'm going out of here. And it gave me assurance that even though absent from the body, present with the Lord, because of her relationship with God and because of my relationship, I have faith. I have assurance that we'll meet each other again. And we will know each other. Praise God. When loved ones are gone, assurance we're gonna meet, we gonna meet each other again. Otherwise, you probably wouldn't even be able to make it down here when you're so attached to your family and so forth. But by faith, you know that you're gonna meet again and God is gonna bring it path. It says, this was a city that was prepared for them 17 verse by faith Abraham when he was tested offered up Isaac and he who had received the promises offered up his only begotten son of whom it was said in Isaac your seed shall be called Abraham took his only son now he had had an Ishmael but I'm speaking about the son of promise His only son of promise. And he took him up there on Mount Moriah to sacrifice him because God said, I want you to sacrifice him as a burnt offering. And this was hard for Abraham to hear, but he believed and trusted God. That if God gave me a son when I was 100 years old. If I take his life then God can raise him from the dead and give him back to me. I'm just going to trust God. Most people would have gotten up on that mountain and changed their mind when they heard their son cry, Dad, don't do this. Father, please don't do this. But he was fully persuaded that God had told him what to do. Now, of course, God is not going to tell you to do that now. There's no need He's not going to test your faith like that. Don't be mentally disturbed and believe that God is telling you to kill somebody. You know, as faith. No, no, no. That's a devil telling you that. But he was fully persuaded. That God was going to bring him back. And when he held up his hand to take his life. Angel from heaven called out and said, Abraham, Abraham. Don't do it. I know you're a man of faith now. And that's how the blessing, that's why he's called the father of the faithful. Because of his obedience. God gave him an instruction and he did not know that that one act of obedience caused him to be the father of many nations. Praise God. Hallelujah. Didn't have to take his life, son's life, because there was a ram ram. Caught in the thicket How did it get there? It got there because of his obedience When he raised up his hand To take his life And the angel called out The ram was in the thicket He was caught by the horns And he used them as a sacrifice Because of his obedience This is the hour that we have to obey God Like never before We really do Because God is going to speak to many of this In this hour And he's going to tell you to do some things And you need to be obedient Hallelujah. 19 verse, concluding that God was able to raise him up even from the dead, from which he had also received him in a figurative sense. By faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau concerning things to come. Isaac blessed Jacob. They kept on blessing one another. I think one of the greatest things we can do as parents Is we can lay our hands on our sons and our daughters And we can bless them Blessings flow from your mouth Blessings flow from impartation from your hands Stop cursing your children And your grandchildren You will never be anything You keep on, you're going to be pregnant after a while You keep on, you're going to have an accident. If you don't study enough, you're going to flunk school. Keep on being bad, you're going to jail. Stop cursing them. Speak the blessing over their life. Speak those things that you want to come to pass only. Jesus never wasted words. He said that every idle word, the word of God says, every idle word that you speak, you're going to have to give account for Words are meant to produce something in your life that you need. Or to correct something in life that is out of order. That's why we have to be careful what we speak and what we say. Because death and life is in the power of our words. Words have the ability to put you over or put you under. The worlds were framed by the word of God. The whole entire universe was framed by God's word, words and his faith. Praise God. Hey, guys, once again, I hope that this was a blessing to you. Speaking about the results of your faith, part three. Oh, I'm so excited about this lesson. I always love to speak about faith because we are people of faith. We have a God of faith We are the generation of the faith We need to speak Faith to our generations Hopeless generation many of them No hope No future Tell them the great things that God has Planned for their lives And watch God lift them up Because of what you said Until we talk again this is Voice over nations broadcast I'm Kerry B this is Vaughn radio Vaughn radio Tune in, guys, and be blessed. Talk to you soon.
2: You see, all is well With my soul ah, All is well With my soul See, even when my way seems dark in your And my path seems to leave me nowhere See, when my burning seems hard my trials got me trapped and snared You see, I've got the Prince of Peace I've got the right and morning star I've got the lily Know all is, well yeah. I, all is well with my soul. All is well with my soul. She even when my family they turned me away, and all my friends have all gone astray. See when my kindness it don't do me no good treated and misunderstood i've got the way out of no way i got the one to rain on no judgment day i've got the one to
3: Radio voice over nations bringing you national and international news updates. News with Sport 24. The Crusaders needed their legendary fast finish as too late George Bridge tries, snatched a 32 22 victory over the Highlanders, and gave them the Super Rugby Aotearoa title with a week to spare. The little fancied Highlanders led for the first 60 minutes but could not hold back the red wave as the Crusaders took control in the final quarter, a period which has produced 40% of the points in the competition. Breach ran in two tries in two minutes for the Crusaders to take the lead for the first time in the 62nd minute and Braden Eno cemented the win with a try five minutes from the time. The Crusaders won three Super Rugby titles in a row before the coronavirus crushed this year's competition, replaced by New Zealand's hastily arranged domestic Aotearoa Tiroa tournament between the country's five super side rugby sides. The Gutsy Highlanders had the better of the first half and were ahead 22 to 13 before the Crusaders put the hammer down in the final quarter. It was the Highlanders who looked most like a champion side in the opening stanza. After a series of fumbles and costly turnovers, the Crusaders clicked in the twelfth minute with a long cut out pass by Bryn Hall to spark a long range attack involving Sivu Reese, Or and George Bridge, before reaching Muanga touchdown. But the Highlanders refused to lie down. They came back with a Josh Lone Penalty and an 80-meter intercept try by Jonah Nareki to open up a 10-point margin. Breach crossed twice in the 60th and 62nd minutes before Eno completed the victory with 5 minutes remaining. Keep tuning in for daily news updates here on Von Radio Voice Over Nations with me Ingrid D.